Hey, Ash. Hey, Taryn. Since it's a gloomy day, mm-hmm. I decided to bring us all a fact or fiction about raindrops. Ooh, fun. Drop top. I don't so, know I don't have top yet. That. Mm-hmm. Thought that. <laughs> I don't know the words, obviously. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, how long would you guess it takes rain to go from a cloud to hit the ground? Ooh, to fall from the cloud to the ground. Yes. I I want to say it's a short period of time, but I, I'm gonna assume I'm wrong. Okay. And where are you going to give like a specific guess? 30 seconds. No, that's like way shorter than it is. Okay. So you're you you're okay. good. You're good. It takes about 2 minutes for a raindrop to reach the ground um because they say it travels at an average of 14 miles per hour. Oh. Interesting, right? Yes. And if clouds are at an alt- altitude of 2500 feet, then that would be just over 2 minutes. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? That's very fascinating. I thought it was going to be more. It's interesting that you said less. I just assumed falling. It's just like would be sh- that quick. would like pierce our bodies. It's like, <laughs> Anyways, I just assumed, um, but who knows? I guess it's more of like a float down than like a a float. Did you also know that raindrops are actually more the shape of hamburgers? <laughs> it's true. Like flat? Yeah. Look at that's the shape. Oh, that's it's not like a bean. What they tell us. Fascinating. The scientists. Interesting. Everyone else Lies. is lying to us. I think they teach you this stuff in school. All those people with teardrop <laughs> tattoos. <Yeah. laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. You're <laughs> also wrong. Also, don't. Is that when you kill people? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's death count. Oh my God. Kill count. Don't come after us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, let's roll the up. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. That is Taryn. And we are back with uh, more <laughs> advice to give you. I didn't really know what to say. What do you mean? Are you thrive Sometimes with I those? feel like I'm like I get on a roll and I just say it without even thinking. And other times I'm like sh- mid mid speaking. I'll be like, should I switch it up? And that's what gets me every time. I yeah. can't stop. It's always so funny, too, because like the times where you'll just like run with something and then the times where like I feel like you love doing the intro I feel like it's one of the things that I can bring to the table because <laughs> <laughs> every time I'm always sitting like and well, I'm you, waiting you because have, you have different styles sometimes you'll I'll wait and look for you to say it well only to say my name <laughs> that's the only in but it's perfect because like you're good at that and like the outro. Right. right. So every episode I feel like you do the what's up every guy. Yeah. And, oh. See, and that's guy. why I don't do it. Um what's up everybody blah 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 and at the end you do your little spiel too. I, well, you have your fact or fiction yeah. and then you have your dad joke. So I feel like intro yeah. outro is me, but you know what we should do next time? What? Switch it. Oh my gosh, would love. We should Absolutely switch it. Up. Would love. That would be fine. Okay, well, you better start searching I for mean, let me a fact. BRB. Here's the protocol. Nothing. <laughs> you just type in interesting fact. And then whatever it says, you do zero research and you just say it. Oh, my God. Okay. So well, get excited easy. for the next episode, guys, because we're doing a swaparoo. Swap. And uh, only, only you guys will get it because you heard. It. You heard. And now you know. 
I love that. Hey, Taryn, how you been, Taryn? I'm good. How are you I'm... thriving today on on this gloomy, rainy day in LA? Yes, I am. So I have am I. like this ginormous sweater on, <laughs> and it was so funny because like right when I left my apartment. The sun came out for a second, yeah. and I was like, I made a mistake. That's funny. But... Right when I left my place, the sun yeah. peeked through, and I was like, is it about to get warm? And then it went away, and I was like, yeah, thank, thank God. God. Yeah, no, I'm, I thrive in this weather. Like, yeah. it depresses a lot of people. For me, no. I'm, I'm, so, I'm in a great mood. I love being cold. Yeah, I love it. I don't know if I could live in oh, no, no, no. Seattle, yeah, yeah. but, like, I the little bit of rain is season, very yeah. fun for us out here because we don't get it. Yeah. No, I've been thriving. I mean, I put um, on my my big, I put on leather boots. I have my leather jacket. I went and got my second coffee already and I'm ready. Yeah, you I'm did. I'm like, do I make soup tonight? Like, what's, yeah. what's the plan? I mean, I'm coming over for dinner, so yeah. I'm fine well, with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, I worked out this morning. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it took me three hours <laughs> To get myself to actually do it <laughs> from the time that I had said. I, I was that. like, I'm going to wake up at 7.30. I'm going to work out real quick. Mm-hmm. And then I just dragged my feet so much. So it was this like ginormous battle. Mm-hmm. But I finally did it. And right now, um, my family, we're doing this like challenge because we all want to start like getting more active. So we're all synced to each other's ring. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, and it was so cute because like right when... Like, I had finished, and I took a shower and stuff, and then I I got a text from my sister, and then a text from Brett, Mm -hmm. and they, like, sent a screenshot that showed I had completed a workout, and they both were just, like, hyping me up, and it was, like, so nice. No, it's it's so fun. I don't follow a lot of people on, like, my rings or anything, but I do follow my dad on Strava. And if you don't know what Strava is, Strava is one of those like running apps. I forgot about that. Um, And it just, it's, it's not necessarily just for running. You could use it for walking, hiking, whatever. It just keeps track of like your pace, your distance, your heart rate, like stuff like that. But it's fun because you can follow your friends and see like where they've been and what they're doing. And my dad has been crushing cycling. Yeah. Like going a hundred miles with his friends from like where he is all the way down to the beach and back. Like it's insane. It's no, insane what blood. he's been doing. And it's been <laughs> not like I compare myself to him in any way, but I'll I'll look at my four or five hundred calories burned and then look at his like twelve hundred yeah. <laughs> two thousand calories Jeez. burned. And I'm just like <laughs> You're like, oh cool. Mine felt like feels like nothing compared to that. But it is it's so fun because I'll be like, Well damn. Yeah. Dad's out here crushing it. Pick I it gotta, up, Ashley. I gotta like, go. Yeah. It's the accountability you need. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Fun. What about you? Anything new? Any anything to update us mm-hmm. us on? Mm-mm. Oh, I cannot talk today. No. Uh anything to update? No, not really. I feel like the sunsets have been gorgeous. Yes. And I now have a rooftop where I can enjoy them. Yeah, you do. And I've been sitting up there a lot and just enjoying the sunsets and feeling very grateful and just I've always enjoyed like the outdoors. Like even when I lived with Alicia, I would always sit in the backyard in the morning, sit in the backyard at night, like take a lunch break outside. Like it was something I do. Um, and I'm really starting to like love my rooftop now. So I'll just, if I'm taking a break from whatever I'm doing, I'll go sit up there yeah. <laughs> for a second and then no, I'll just I go right that. back. And then that's been my new like favorite thing to look forward to it's doing. It's probably nice because like at the house we started getting plagued with mosquitoes. Oh my God. Which I'm sure that's probably over now that it's cold, but yeah. so bad. It was so bad. I've, I've been getting eaten alive lately too. Um, but on the rooftop, you probably don't get that as much because there's not like yeah, there's greenery no, as much around. There's no like water either, yeah. pools or whatever. Oh, wow. I know. It's been you. great. It's been great. I feel like rooftop just sounds bougie anyways when you're I like, know. oh yeah, I'm having coffee on the rooftop. I mean, you have your rooftop. Yeah. I did nothing to contribute to it, but <laughs> boy, do I you enjoy have a it. good rooftop too. Yeah, it is a great rooftop. Ugh. So yeah. Um, well, should we get into the turn it up? Mm, probably. Turn it up. Probably. Um, do you want to explain what it is to the people? Yeah. Turn it up is a segment where y'all share embarrassing or like crazy things that have happened in your life. And then we, out of love, laugh with you and make you feel not alone. Yeah. You turn your trauma, not trauma, you turn your embarrassment into comedy. Yeah. That's the key. 
Yeah. If you turn stuff that you're embarrassed about into comedic you gotta laugh it material, mm-hmm. then you're set. And now you're the funny one. Yeah. That's how the kids who get bullied. Why do you bullied. think I'm so funny? <laughs> I have a lot of material <laughs> to use. So much material. So much material. Okay. This one is titled, So I Have Something to Tell You, dot, dot, dot. Ooh. A tearing it up. Wait, us uh, specifically? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this story is so good. It's, it's one of those things that everyone like hopes never happens to them. And you'll see why. I'm not going to oh. get into it. Okay. Intrigue. She writes, my name is Maddie. Feel free to say my name. I just had a strange experience earlier today that I literally can't stop laughing about. So I thought I'd write it in. But before I get into it, I have to say how much I love your podcast. I binged it during quarantine and have been a loyal listener ever since. I especially love and relate to the tearing it up segment. We all just have to ask ourselves, what just happened sometimes? And this is one of those stories for me. So here we go. I love how it just happened to her. No, every and before time even going to bed, she's like, "Let me write this." Yeah, down. every time we get an email where it'll say like, "This just happened today," and I just had to like yeah. write in. I'm like so honored because it makes me so happy. Yeah, you always when something happens, the first person you go to is usually someone you like trust. So yeah. I just feel I love honored. that it's just like instinct yes. to like let me sit down and write this in. Love it. She writes, "I moved out for my freshman year of college this." fall. I'm honestly really enjoying the experience so far. I was able to make friends fairly quickly, which I'm so grateful for. My friend group has both girls and guys in it. The first night we met the guys, I really hit it off with one of them. We have the same major, similar interests, and I just thought he was so cute, lol. Now, I have zero shame when it comes to flirting with people. I will make it obvious that I like you. I will straight up tell you that I have feelings for you if it comes to that. Has this ever worked out for me? No. (laughs) Rejection every time. (laughs) But has that stopped me? No, it has not. So I start texting this guy periodically and making a point to talk to him when we hang out in the group. I don't think I was being that obvious yet, but it turns out all of the girls in my friend group knew right away that something was up. And keep in mind, I've just met these people, so I must have been way more obvious than I thought that I was. A couple of days ago, this guy calls me for help on his homework. She adds in parentheses, yeah, sure, homework, I'm thinking. (laughs) I help him, and he says in the end, we should hang out more. I feel like I haven't seen you that much, blah, blah, blah. And I jump on this offer, of course, so we make plans later for that week. So today, I'm walking over to his dorm to meet. I love how we're in present time now. Yeah. So today, I'm walking over to his dorm to meet up with him absolutely freaking out from nerves. We end up going to get ice cream and sitting outside and talking for a while. I think it's going really well. Conversation. Conversation. (laughs) Conversation is flowing well and there's lots of good eye contact and he seems genuinely interested in what I'm saying. It feels like the conversation is starting to wrap up when he pauses and says nervously, so... I have something to tell you, dot, dot, dot. Me. There is the title. I love waiting for the title. I love a title drop. Me, being the narcissist that I am, I think he's about to confess feelings for me. But then he says, yeah, so I'm gay. And I was just getting the vibe that something might be going on here. So I just thought I should let you know. It's the worst. So we're not playing the same game, and I just feel like as a mercy, I'm gonna let you. I'm I mean, let you know. Not only are you not gonna get him, but it's never gonna happen. Like yeah. you, you read it so wrong. <laughs> That's what's the worst about these situations. Oh gosh. He then proceeds to list off some of the things I'd been doing that made him think oh, no. that I was into him. Oh, why rub it in? I know. Why rub it in? She adds all of which were a hundred percent spot on. And how do I react? I burst out laughing because believe it or not, this is not the first time something like this has happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> we end up sitting there in silence for a minute and then I say awkwardly, the silence is so loud right now. <laughs> which why? Why did I have to say that? No, that was great. 
we end up talking about it and everything is totally fine. He kept apologizing, which made me feel so bad because he has nothing to be sorry for. <laughs> I literally hit on a gay man so hard so that he had to come out to me <laughs> and, and not because he wanted to, but just to get me to stop. <laughs> Yikes. But we're both fairly awkward people. So as we're parting ways, he says, you know, if I was straight, I mean, you're a lovely person. Like, I'm sure you'd be a great date. <laughs> this guy is making it so much worse. Like, everything he does is just so, it's so much worse. Like all of that's unnecessary. You could have just been like, listen, I'm gay. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm flattered, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Why, why go into detail as to what she was doing? And I don't know. It's Love. funny. Um, and it was at this point that I asked myself, what just happened and realized I had a nice new tearing it up to share. <laughs> and then I called my mom and told her and I, that I went on a date with a gay guy. Just another day in college. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my story and keep it up with the amazing podcast, Maddie. So good. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, I know I've been in situations where I like, oh, I, he's cute, you know, yeah. but then I, I sense it or I see something or whatever. And I'm like, oh, OK, that's not, you know. Yeah. I've never gone out, uh, out on a limb and actually like. Yeah. Flirted slash tried to hit on. It's tough stuff. Well, usually it stops by someone telling you or like yeah. you ask and yeah, yeah, yeah. someone being like, oh, yeah, he's like. He's gay. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, what's up with this guy? And someone's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they're gay. Don't. Rarely yeah. does it get to the point where yeah. you have to get sat down. Which is one of those, I guess that makes sense in her situation. No one knew each other. They're all like fresh. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. School, that's true, so. that's true. Interesting. Oh my gosh. Drama. Well, hopefully like you guys can enter into your like having a gay best friend era. I was going to say, now you can be each other's wingmen. Yeah. And when you when you go out, you can maybe, you know, have him help you find a guy. You can help him find a guy. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have hope. In this. I have hope for this. Yeah. Friendship. Bestie friendship. Y'all are, you'll survive the awkwardness. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. All right. Should we go into, well, I mean... My stories about guys picking oh. guys. Oh, I love this story because I genuinely felt like I was like, like this would be a conversation me and you would have where I'd really? come and I'd be like, okay, so there's this guy, there's this guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like we should just enter into like, we're just girl friends, talk. girl, giving talk. girl talk advice. Love it. Um, let me. Yeah, wiggle okay. it out. I'm there. I'm there. You're there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Also, I'm just living through her because she's juggling guys and I have zero. So I'm just <laughs> experiencing nice. what this is like. Am I jealous? Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, for someone to be juggling, I think we're all a little jealous. <laughs> Are That's we, a lot Ash? of attention. That's a lot of Shush. attention. You uh, can't. Uh. You can't. Miss happily in love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the laugh. Um, okay. I was just going to say, I'm kind of regretting the leather jacket because it's. I feel like it's making, oh, noise. making noise. Can you hear it? Move. I mean, I can when it's silent, but. <laughs> I feel like it's not that obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Between me coughing from my lumps and you <laughs> and your leather, we're no, at ASMR I, dream. ASMR. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Let me take a slow sip out of my coffee. Okay. 
All right. I don't see anywhere that this says anonymous, so well, I'm just going to proceed. Mm-hmm. This is titled Stuck on Three Guys. Help. Oh, three. Ugh, must be nice. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hey. I know everyone says this, but I can't miss the opportunity to hype you two up and say you are my, in all caps, favorite <gasps> podcast to listen to, and I love you both. I've never been a person who enjoys podcasts, but once I found yours, I was instantly hooked and have been a fan of you girls since. Thank you for all the great advice and laughter you bring to listeners every week. Oh, so nice. We love you, too. We love you. Um, and I lost my spot already. <laughs> We're off to With a great start. First sentence. Okay. Just a little background. <laughs> background. That I think will be relevant to the story. I am an Enneagram 2. Hello. Taryn. Me. Meet your, uh, yourself. <laughs> meet yourself. Um, do you want to give a what a two yeah. is? Um, if you guys don't know, Taryn and I love the Enneagram. We feel like we learn a lot about just humans and how they interact through this uh, test that you can take online. A two is someone who is like the most loyal and the most loving. They're they're known as kind of like a mama bear. That's why we joke about Taryn being a mama bear. Um, they're they're known for putting everyone else first and taking care of themselves last um, by showing love to other people. Um, they tend to expect love in return. And that's a little bit of their downfall, but honestly it's, it's just them trying to show love and give love and receive love and make love go around. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, I feel like that was great. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Um, so she's a two, and she says, my love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. Mm-hmm. What are yours again? I forget. Words of affirmation and physical touch. Okay, mine's physical touch first, then words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I love I love a good word of affirmation. Same. same I'll think girl. about it. I'll, I'll, I'll play it on loop in my head. That's yeah, how much yeah. I love them. I'm 24 years old and I'm finishing up my master's program in forensic social work. Ooh. I know. Fascinating. That's fun. I plan Want to come to on pers- our podcast? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I plan to pursue a career in juvenile court when I am finished with my schooling. Now, on to my problem. I downloaded Hinge about a month ago. We have all well, been there. I just deleted Hinge. <laughs> it's a cycle. It was not. I'm convinced... That I keep getting caught in like a weird mm-hmm. rhythm yeah. within it because sometimes I'll create an account and it's great. Like I get all these likes and I connect with people mm-hmm. and there's like cool guys coming across. And then because I always like delete it and then re-download it, then sometimes when I do it like this last time, there are all terrifying and <laughs> I don't connect or talk to anyone. It's mm-hmm. like... The weirdest thing. Yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't get on a good, mm. <laughs> a good rhythm within it. So yeah. I deleted it because mm-hmm. it was scaring me. Yeah. I feel like even when I was on it, I would like be on for a month, delete it for a couple, hop back on again, delete it for a few. Like it's just, yeah, you got to listen to yourself. Yeah. You yeah. know, if no, it becomes sure. too much, you got to get rid of it. Can't for have sure. that hold you back. For sure. Um... Honestly, I could probably stop there as that is a problem enough (laughs) because let's be honest, online dating is disappointing more often than not, which I would agree with. I mean, Ash Ash found success. I did. I am through Hinge, actually. Um, I've said this on the podcast before. Coming out of COVID, I was like, I am dating and I took it very seriously and I was going on a bunch of dates. None of them worked out. <laughs> it was like a lot of, I got really good at first dates because I had so, so many. Um, but my boyfriend that I'm with now, I met through Hinge. And uh, yeah, yeah, found a good one. It, I did Amazing. dig through a lot. I did go through a lot of really horrible, awkward first dates yeah. to find him. But that's life. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> and you know what's frustrating <clears throat> is... I was on Hinge for a really long time, never found anyone that I was really interested in. And I asked him one day, like, how long were you on Hinge before you met me? He was like, oh, I I think I downloaded it like a month before I met you. Oh, and Lord. I was like, get out of here. Yeah. Stupid. You, we're not Stupid. on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It's disappointing more than not. But no, that's just where my problem begins. 
I matched with this guy not long after downloading it, and we hit it off really well. We will call him Matt. Matt is 23 and works special ops for the Army. We have a great time whenever we're together. We agree on most things, and he has the absolute sweetest dog, Bo, who is a pit bull, which is my dream dog. Bo. I'm a little nervous to get too attached for a couple reasons. One, his job will potentially take him away from home on deployment for four months at a time every year. Mm. This prepared with the stress of the career I'm not, oh, the career I'm going into could be a bit much for me to yes. handle. Yes. Two, he doesn't seem to be quite on the same level of maturity as me. Mm. I think he will get there, but I definitely see some gaps in his maturity that I'm not crazy about. Mm -hmm. It's very self-aware. That is extreme. I was going to say I'm extremely self-aware. I'm assuming they're about the same age. Because she didn't yeah, say her age, guess. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said 24. Oh, she's, she's 24? 24, yeah. Okay. Along with Matt, we have Mason. I matched with him around the same time. Mason is goofy, fun-spirited guy who loves to travel. He's always taking road trips somewhere and wants to visit more countries in the future. Anyone who knows me knows that travel is one of the most important things to me. I've been to multiple countries and have two road trips and three international vacations planned in the next year. So someone who is willing to join me on my excursions would be a plus. Mm -hmm. We also see eye-to-eye -eye on our views, and he is very sweet as well. But he lives two hours away and can be a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've done way longer distance than two hours, so I know it's not terrible. But I don't want to only see someone I'm dating once every week or every couple weeks. Hmm. And, yes, I know all men are annoying, so I don't even know <laughs> why this stands out to me. <laughs> I wonder what I'm it is. Dead. I wonder what it I is know. that annoys her. I know. I'm trying to think what annoys me. Maybe like response something. I wonder if it's like personality trait or like his like lack of response time. Like I don't know. I feel like to say someone's annoying, very. Specific. It has to be like yeah, like they do like quirky things yeah. that kind of like get. Because she does say he's goofy and fun spirited, so I'm assuming like sometimes it's just too much. Too much. Because if he were like things that annoy me are when guys are like too like cocky or like to yeah. like pretend they know it all. But yeah, if, yeah. if I was describing a guy to you. I would say that. Mm -hmm. I would be like, yeah, he's cool, but I don't know. Sometimes he's like super cocky. Yeah. I don't think I would say annoying. But wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> One more to be exact. We will call him Jay. And she put insert heart eye emoji here. Oh. So I think it's obvious. Feels obvious. Who's the, the other two didn't get a heart eye? Yes. Jay is everything I could ever want in a future husband. He's incredibly mature, mentally and financially stable, super easy to talk to. Christian, good with kids, and is good looking. I'm like, check, 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 check. Sign check, me check, up. Check, check. <laughs> um, I really see potential in Jay. But there are a couple things that are holding me back from really getting my hopes up and keeping me in contact with the other two guys. Jay is 33. And I know age is just a number in most cases. I know he is ready to start a family. I love kids, but I'll be honest, I'm not ready to start popping gremlins out of my hoo-ha <laughs> just yet. I also worry that I may not be mature enough for him. He has never shown any indicator of this, and I think I am beyond my years of maturity, but it's definitely something I'm self-conscious about. Lastly, he sucks at texting, or at least I think he does. I can't tell if he just sucks at texting or if he just isn't into me. He's very busy with his job in the Air Force, and because he is older, I don't know if it's normal to not talk a lot when dating in, quote-unquote, his generation, which, ouch, makes me feel so old because she said his generation, and we're That's like, our his generation. Age. Yeah, yeah. I'm older, but it's okay. It's okay. We're wise. <laughs> We're going to give you advice on this. Don't worry. <laughs> he will still text me at least once a day with a good morning, beautiful, or how was your day gorgeous. But after the first initial texting conversations, when we start talking, his texts really dropped off. He's about to return from a two-week work trip and said he wants to see me right when he gets back. But I still can't tell if he's into me or not. With my love language being words of affirmation and quality time, I'm not entirely sure I would get those things from him. Anyway, I'm sorry this is so long, but my question is, what in God's name am I supposed to do? 
I obviously favor Jay, but I don't know where I stand with him. I like Matt and Mason too, and they could have potential. Any advice would be very much appreciated. Thanks for being so amazing. Love, Alexa. P.S. I attached pictures of all three guys. Stop it. For reference. <gasps> and then she put, is that legal? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure they wouldn't mind. My my picture of Jay, isn't that great? Isn't that what every girl does? This is a bad photo of him, but here he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't, I can't. So I haven't looked at the pictures oh, yet because I want us to give our like honest advice just on that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll like, <laughs> show us. OK, OK. Because that's something yeah, I'm yeah. working on. No, for sure. Because when I go on dating apps, that's all I judge people on is their first photo. How I'm so lazy <laughs> yeah. and I just will swipe based on that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better at like reading. Well, I do think online dating, it is different. If it's their first photo, it's probably their best photo, sure. in my opinion. It's like, oh, when you when you go out, you're putting on a really good outfit. Yeah. Why? Because it's like first impressions. So why would you put your worst photo first? Yeah. So in my opinion, that. judging off the first photo is not yeah. necessarily a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There are a <laughs> lot of things, a lot of unknowns here. I don't know how long you've been talking to these guys. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you've just been chatting or if you've actually met in person. So that changes a lot of things. So I think that they have all hung out. Because she says um, for Matt, she says when we're together, we have a great time. Mm -hmm. For Mason, Mason is the one that lives two hours away and she says they only see each other like once a week. Okay, And then Jay... She's about to see him soon, but I don't know if that means she hasn't seen him before. Okay. That being said, since there is a little unknown, I think it's good to think about, I think when you're dating people, especially in the beginning, it's good to think about like what you're looking for in a husband, but I wouldn't like, I wouldn't cancel them out because of something or not being unless a certain, it's like unless one it's of like your a massive core deal breakers. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So him, one of them, I'm gonna lose track. So I'm just gonna say one of them being annoying. I wouldn't discount that from him possibly being like a good husband one day because that's just you haven't really gotten to know him that well yet. Yeah, and also like. he might be like trying really hard to be like funny. Yeah, because you did say he has like a goofy personality. Uh huh. Um. So maybe he's like being overwhelming because he's like more nervous yeah, so yeah. that would probably chill out yeah what i will say strongly is and this is because of my own experience and how i am you're clearly obsessed with jay i would figure out everything with jay before even t- talking to the other two because otherwise you're going to end up dating mr annoying Possibly, and always thinking about Jay, wondering if you missed out, wondering what could have been if you had really given it a try with Jay. Yeah. Um, so I would either I would I would go forward with Jay just to know. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll be in the back of your head for the rest of possibly forever because you never fully gave it a shot. Um, nine years is a big difference. I do like that he's older and not you. Stereotypically, it's everyone says guys uh, mature. Uh, slower than yeah. women. So I do like that he's on the mature side. Um, I know, I don't know you personally, but I know plenty of 24 year olds that act like they're my age, yeah. but I don't notice a difference. Maybe that's you, maybe that's not. Um, but I would, I would try things with Jay first. And if it works out, awesome. That's what you wanted anyways. If it doesn't, awesome. Now you can get him out of your head and focus on the other guys. Because the other guys didn't get hard eyes. Yeah, I will say my only thing about Jay that I will mention. If he's making it very clear to you already that he wants to start building a family and having kids. Mm -hmm. I feel like for when people throw that out early, I feel like it shows that it's very important. So if you truly are at a place that you're like, I do not want to have kids anytime soon, I would like really figure out where you stand on that. And then Mm -hmm. I would have an honest conversation because if you're already this into him and you guys haven't started like really dating, if you guys start, the more you drag it on, the more attached you're going to get. Yeah. So I would definitely kind of like feel that out with him and just be like, Hey, You've mentioned a few times like you really want a family and I just want to be like 
super transparent. I do too, but I don't want to rush into it. Like I want. I have school. I want to. Start I want a career a few, that's yeah. going to give me at least four to five years yeah. till I'm probably ready to even you know. Yeah, and then just vibe it out, and maybe he'll be like, "Oh no, no, no. yeah, I don't have a timeline. I'm just saying like that's something just important clear, to me." Which is something that people do say yeah. in the beginning, like, "Hey, I do want a family." Yeah. I do want kids. So I would definitely feel that out because that is a pretty, pretty big deal, deal breaker. breaker. Um, so I would I would hash that out. I would also wait till you see him and just see like how it goes. And then the closer you get to him, the more you can communicate like, hey. So just so you know, like I love words of affirmation. Like I love just talking throughout the day and I understand if you're busy or if you're not a texter, but I would love to figure out like our style of talking so that we both are feeling like, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're getting enough out of it. But again, that also depends on how long you've been talking to him. Yeah, fully. That's why I said like the more comfortable There's a lot of unknowns, which only you can answer. Yeah. (laughs) If you've been talking for a while, then I think it's okay, you know, to say, hey, I'd love to hear more from you. Yeah. If you haven't, then... You, it's in that play it cool yeah. phase where you don't really well, want to say anything yet. Well, also, like, I'm wondering if, if the conversation dies down. Like, if you – I don't see anything wrong with double texting, and I know not a lot of people are like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times, especially my girlfriends, towards the beginning, they, they have this very, like, I'm not going to, like – I'm not going to text him twice. Like, he didn't respond to me. Like, it's his turn. And I think I get that to a certain extent, but I think especially – if you want to text him, text him. Now, if he continually is not responding to you, then obviously that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But if he just is that type that, like, I leave people on unanswered texts all the time and it's not intentional. It's because I opened it in a time that I was busy. So if someone were to retext me, I'd be like, oh, and I'd get right back into the conversation and not think anything of it. Mm-hmm. So I would just, like, feel that out, too, and maybe try that a couple times of, like, if you want to talk to him more throughout the day, like talk to him and see if he's responsive. And if he's not, then that's where you got to like figure some stuff out. Yeah. I do think the whole like I won't double text ever is a hard, yeah, harsh rule. I don't think it's necessary. I do lean more towards that side. But I do think if there's something specific you want to talk about, yeah, you know, go for it. Yeah. Shoot your shot. Um, also, I will say because Ashley's very much... Like, she always gets on me where she's like, just date. It's not that serious. Like, just date. And I think this is a part of it. If you're, like, talking to multiple people but, like, you're feeling it out, I think a lot of people would be like, well, just keep talking to them, like, until something gets more serious. Then, obviously, you feel that out. But I do understand as a two, that's very hard to do. So I think that's why she's panicking because I'm the type where – the second I start talking to a guy, like, I, it's not that I'm like, oh, we're dating and I'm loyal to him, but you do feel like you give, twos give like everything. You know what yeah. I mean? That's so, so, I just had the funniest flashback to New Year's in Hawaii. Remember, I, I kissed a stranger? Yes. On New Year's? Yes. One of the things you said was, what is this guy that I was talking to at the time? You were like, what is he going to think? And I was like, Taryn, I haven't met him yet. Who? It was. Oh, and I remember being like, that's odd of her to say that because I haven't even met him yet. I don't owe him anything. But that makes sense because you that's how you are. No, I'm such a like, well, you've like twos are so loyal to the point where like if I was talking to a guy and it and we were like talking, not just like oh, we've had two exchanges on Hinge, but, yeah. like, to the point where we're, like, talking on the phone and, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, If I kissed someone else, I would feel very guilty. Interesting. Like, extremely guilty. That's so interesting. So, Everyone's so different. No, no, yeah. So if it is still, like Ash was saying, that's, like, the thing we don't really know, like, how long you've been talking to them, but if it is just still in the, like, let's meet up, let's hang out, we're I'm getting to know each is. other, then, yeah, like, kind of just feel it out a little bit more. But once you feel like you're being torn and you don't like that then I would choose based off of just I don't know it's hard because 24 is like an age where you're like you're old enough that you're starting to like think about your future yeah um so I don't know it's so hard without like without like being in her life more and like knowing them specifically this is just hard I think here's what I'm gonna say 
you are clearly playing the field. And that's totally fine. You're totally allowed to do that. I'm assuming since you're playing the field that these are all new relationships, that nothing serious is going on. Like nothing serious has happened to make it more of a relationship because then that would be honestly kind of in poor taste that you're talking to other people. Um, So going ahead and assuming that, I think there's nothing wrong with pursuing Jay more while talking to the guys and seeing if there's something there. That's part of the game, right? Um, If there's something there, then I say go for it. As long as you make it very clear that you have a career you want to prioritize and that you're not ready to have kids, which are his things. Um, And as long as he's still good with it, it sounds like you're head over heels for him. He sounds like he checks all your boxes. Mm -hmm. He's just a little bit older. So I would just make sure you're on a good you have that conversation that Taryn was talking about and I would, I would go with him. Um, and then obviously cut off the other guys, but that's part of, that's part of the game of dating is if you, you don't, you haven't really gotten to know him yet. Yeah. So give him a shot and give him that conversation and see what he says. If he, if he says, you know what, that's fine with me. We can have, you know, I'm not planning on having kids tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know, then like go for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Eek. I remember this age though (laughs) I remember like when things shifted for me where I was like oh it doesn't just have to do with you being cute and me having fun with you like Mm -hmm. now I started I have to start thinking about like if our paths are going in the same direction Mm -hmm. like there's certain things that start to become post high school yeah where (laughs) you're like oh like I don't like the fact that like you're always like, oh, shoot, like looking for change in your car to get like a taco because you don't yeah. have money like yeah. in your account. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's certain things like we're in high school. It was like, oh, we're all doing it. Yeah. But then when you get older, you're like, oh, I do want someone who I, there's like some stability or who yeah. will challenge me or for whatever sure. it is. For sure. For okay, sure. Well, come, come, come behind. Me. Oh. We'll just share a mic. Yeah. Okay. So this is. Matt and his dog. Matt's cute. He's cute, huh? Mm-hmm. I like his tats. Whoa, mm-hmm. I didn't know you could zoom like that. Okay. This the dog's is cute, too. Mason. Mason. <laughs> I think he's I don't know cute. What, he's he cute, too. Goofy, but, he, like, he looks like fun, like yeah. a fun guy. Uh-huh. He's, I uh-huh. think he's cute. Uh-huh. How do I get out of this? There you go. And then this is. I love how you truly hit it really see. That's the other guy. Wait, but he's in. Army, yeah, she said that. Both were. Isn't, oh, both were. Oh, I missed that. So he looks cute, but it's hard to tell because it's like such. Oh a shoot! Well, picture. if we're going off of faces, Matt's cute. Yeah, Matt's cute. And then this is her. She's so pretty. Oh. <laughs> I'm so cute. She's so cute. Okay. Well, that was our <laughs> physical appearance, but it, I do think Jay. That was like Matt's a hottie. Not a fair picture. Right, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jay's was Jay's was more like in action. Yeah, Uh, I don't look good like that either. (laughs) But uh, Matt's super cute, so I understand possibly wanting to pursue that too. Ah, that's Ah, tough. I don't know. But what was Matt? Not annoying. He was. He (coughs) lived far. Oh, and maturity. Oh, maturity. Well. Yeah, the cute ones are always immature. <laughs> they really are. Why does it always go like that? I don't know. It's not even fair. Go with your gut, girl. <laughs> and that is our advice. That's your advice. <laughs> All of this to say, we just really wanted to like experience yeah. choosing between guys. Uh-huh. And yeah, go with your gut. Also, like bring your friends around. Bring him, oh, yeah, that's them around your friends. Yeah. Because they'll know. They'll know. I knew right away mm-hmm. with yours some of your guys mm-hmm. I was like nah yeah he ain't it's it it's true okay well let's go ahead and get into mine this one is titled needed someone to talk to thank you for being that someone oh dear Ashley and Taryn I'm writing this after having a meltdown in my boyfriend's bathroom not about him just wanted to clarify that <laughs> I know it's strange, but you were the first people who came to mind when I realized I had no one else to talk to. Now, please allow me to explain why I am writing this letter. 
First and foremost, I'd like to express my love for this podcast. I started listening two months ago and have been binging it from the start and absolutely love listening to you two on my car rides and walks. Wow, I love that. I'd prefer to remain anonymous. Sorry, I do want to comment on that, though. I love that she's starting from the beginning and like listening all the way through. I feel like when people choose to do that, you're in it. Like you're fully in this and like buckling in for like the long haul. And that means a lot to us. So thanks for listening. I'd prefer to remain anonymous, but you can also call me Madison. It's her. (laughs) She explains that it's it's not her real name, but it's the name she gives to people when she doesn't really want to give them her name. (laughs) That's um, I always said, Chad, when I'm talking about a guy, like my friends from back in the day, we would always use Chad. So we'd be like, oh, my God, Chad. Which is funny because Chad became like Chad. Chad? Oh, like Like Chad. Oh, he's a Chad. Like Chad. Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) okay anyways um more about me i have a loving family as well as a boyfriend and his family thinking about it that way what could be so sad in my life recently i've been struggling i've had a love-hate relationship with my body food and mental health as a teenager in a strict pre-professional ballet school where you were favored if you were extremely skinny being 5'11 with a bigger built which means larger calves thighs boobs stomach etc was very difficult for me my family has made comments particularly my father and brothers but my mother has always been very protective of me my boyfriend loves me regardless of my appearance and loves me for who i am even if i don't love myself Being in dance and having to look at yourself in tights and in a leotard in front of other girls much smaller than you can be mentally hard. This is where my breakdown comes from. I've been struggling mentally for the past few months with my stress, with food, and with my overall mental health. To begin, I have not seen a doctor, so I do not want to use terms like depression, anxiety, or an eating disorder because I don't want to self-diagnose myself. I do want to go seek professional help. However, it is a struggle financially for me and for my family. However, deep down, I do believe that I suffer from anxiety and I do believe that I have an eating disorder that comes and goes. Every time I sit, I can feel my rolls and I see slash feel my double chin. Looking in the mirror hurts and it makes me want to leave this planet. When I think like this, my anxiety starts to catch up, especially when I have a breakdown and the feeling that I am not allowed to feel this way because I'm supposed to be that happy person who does everything for everyone. It makes me feel guilty for having these feelings. I despise the fear of having a breakdown because of this feeling. My breakdown in my boyfriend's bathroom was caused by my eating a plate of loaded fries and spaghetti when I had planned on not eating at all that day. I went into his bathroom and examined every inch of myself until I felt overwhelmed and just broke down. Now I'm sitting on my boyfriend's bathroom's floor, writing this in my notes app on my phone. I can't talk to him about it right now because I'm still processing everything and don't want to burden him with his hectic schedule. I don't want to talk to my family because they are Europeans and immigrants who don't understand what it's like to have this type of problem. I can't talk to anyone else. My brain tells me I can't because I have to be the one people can come to with their problems. I know you've discussed these topics extensively. In all honesty, I don't expect you to read this. I just needed someone to talk to, and you two provided that for me. If this is read on the podcast, I guess my question is, how do I stop feeling this way? And what can I do to help myself feel open and talk about it? And in all honesty, just help myself to steer away from these thoughts in general. Thank you so much for what you're doing, ladies. Please continue to be amazing, and thank you for making my Mondays awesome. Love you both with all my heart from Vancouver, Canada. Love Anonymous, a.k.a. Madison. And then she wrote, also sorry for writing a novel, which it was not a novel at all. Um, I love all the details. I cannot explain. I think growing up female, especially especially in like the 90s and early 2000s when like stick thin was so in I can't imagine having been in ballet school also I've heard Mm. horrible yeah horrible things about the culture um in ballet and I'm not hating on ballet I just think back in the day it was done wrong Mm -hmm. and I I can't imagine how toxic that must have been at that early age because living life for me was already hard enough (laughs) let alone having 
to compare myself to girls next to me, tights, leotards, and probably a coach who was like encouraging you to lose weight in probably an unhealthy way from what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. This is the first time like a story has been kind of triggering for me. Oh, interesting. Um, because of just like how recent like my struggles with everything has been. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can definitely like, I can definitely weigh in on, on this one. And and I would, I mean, you said you've you've been binging episodes. So I'm curious, like, if you've gotten to more recent ones because, yeah. um. I, I would think, love to know where you're at. Yeah, because, pod. I mean, I definitely share a lot about that. I also um, share a lot about it, like, on my YouTube videos. Um, Which everyone should go check out. Thanks, Ash. Um, so, and the whole reason I started talking about that is because of the exact feeling she's describing of just feeling very isolated. Um I would say that the the thing that in what I've learned through what I've gone through and it sounds like your your stories sound like the feelings you said are so specific to like what I was feeling to the point where mm-hmm. it started I started having like anxiety like while you're reading it mm-hmm. because I was like oh like I remember that place you yeah. know um And I would say, like, the thing that I think you need to, like, prioritize in your, like, combat list, right? Because, like, right now you're fighting so many things. And I think that's when things become overwhelming is when you feel like there's so many things happening. Like, you have your brother and dad giving opinions on your body, which, Which by the way, by the way, that infuriates me to, like, no end because... We already struggle as women enough having men give their unwarranted opinions on our physical bodies. To have that come from, like, home is disgusting. And I can't imagine how you process that because with people outside of your home, it's easy to be like, F you and move on. Right. But But you don't live with them. Yeah. But when it's family and you're supposed to love family unconditionally, like, I can't imagine that. And I do think you're going to have to get to a place where you confront that. Yeah. Um, whether that's having like a heart to heart conversation and and sitting your family down and letting them know how you're feeling, or because you said you feel like they don't understand, coming very strong and saying, These are my boundaries. Yeah. I do I do not want my body mentioned. Yeah. I do not want my body commented on. Uh-huh. If you can't respect this, then I'm gonna need to create space for me. And what's awesome is you said your mom's very protective of you. I think you should let her in on this and like help you facilitate that conversation. Yeah. It's like it's just nice having someone there by your side supporting you while you're doing something like yeah. that. No, which I is, fully agree. I love that you have your mom. Yeah. Um, but on on the num the number one thing I would say to focus on is breaking that thought pattern that you have that says you can't talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. I, my, my journey with what I've been going through started to tilt towards healing. The second I started opening up to people about what I was going through, mm-hmm. because when you struggle with your body, with food relationships, with, um, mental stuff, a lot of times you're so trapped in your mind that you are stuck in this whirlwind that in reality is not as big as it is within your mind, which is why it's torture mm-hmm. because you're stuck in your own personal hell. Mm-hmm. So the second that you start to voice things out and you start to let people in on what's going on, every time that you speak about it, you you give some of that power away that yeah. that has on you. We've talked about how speaking out loud, mm-hmm. um, even any fear, it could be food related, it could be um, health related, like anything, it like loses its power the more you're able to talk about it. And yeah. I really, really believe that that's a thing. Fully. And like when you tell people, if they're good people in your life, they'll help carry part of the burden I can think of very specific people in my life that like I would not have gotten through this last chapter of my life without and I think that 
when you're so worried, because I've also related to her saying, like, I can't tell everyone my problems because I'm the one people come to. But when you're so worried about taking care of other people in a time that you desperately need to be cared for, that just pushes you so much farther down the rabbit hole. And I think for me, I stopped caring about the way my problems made other people uncomfortable. Yeah. So when people would ask me what I was going through and I'd be like, oh, I got diagnosed with depression and binge eating. I saw how uncomfortable that made people feel. People don't like talking about that. Well, they don't know don't. what to say. Yeah. So I watched them retract, but I didn't let that affect how I kept talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going through this. Like I struggled with binge eating this last year and it was really rough. Like even my recent doctor's appointments, like – she brought up my weight and I was like, yeah, well, like I struggled with like binge eating and like depression. And right away she was like, oh, OK, like, well, let's talk about like what we can do to support you. Yeah. And and it's so it's so crazy how it went from, oh, my gosh, I can't stop eating because I'm depressed and I'm getting bigger and now I hate my body and I hate myself to now being able to not only say that stuff out loud, but to to share it with like a podcast audience, like my YouTube audience, my family, my friends. And it's all because I decided I'm not going to be ashamed of something that I'm going through. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with who I am. No, not at all. And so I think like what I'm hearing a lot in her story is that she's doing this all by herself. And I think she's stuck in that shame cycle. And the only way to break it is to look it in its face and say, you will not have power over me. Mm -hmm. And you you bust through that door and yeah. start talking about it. Yeah, I know. Um, I when I had a problem when I had an eating disorder, I had a really hard time with binging. I would go to the grocery store. My sister never shopped for groceries. I would buy something that looked good, eat it all in the car, throw it away, so she never saw that I ate whatever it was, bag of cookies or whatever it was. Um, and every time I would, I ended up in this cycle where I would punish myself, and it sounded like that's where you are too. And I think something that Taryn said kind of sparked this. I feel like there is a certain point for me where I separated my splurges is what I would always call them um, from who I am. Like it became like, oh, you, you suck. You couldn't keep to your very strict, very unhealthy routine that I gave myself. And so then I would punish myself by not eating, by working out twice that day or running, even though I hate running, like I would make myself do all these things to pay for what I did. And because I was disappointed in myself and there was a separation, a point of separation, a healthy separation where I started, I stopped looking at those things as a direct reflection on on myself. Mm -hmm. And it became a lot easier for me to stop punishing myself Yeah. instead of saying, okay, well you ate a bag of cookies. You don't get dinner. Like it became like, okay, I ate a bag of cookies. I'm going to have chicken and broccoli for dinner. Like I wasn't, it was a slow, steady step to having dinner again, you know? And that was the first step to like, okay, I'm not going to not eat, but I'm going to eat very clean. And then slowly I stopped thinking that way. And I think there has to be some kind of change in, in how you view yourself so that you Mm -hmm. can stop punishing yourself after every, uh, after anything that doesn't go wrong, which I'm sure has got to be so even exponentially harder having, had a ballet background yeah which sucks I'm very sorry about that yeah I think I think you got to redefine like what you think is beautiful and like your body and I I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to improve or wanting to get to certain levels like I'm starting to work out because I want to feel healthier Mm -hmm. but I'm doing that for myself I'm not doing that for like any societal pressure on like what my body should look like and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if I do start to lose weight, that's okay. Like it's like there's all these different pressures that come from so many different areas and I think sometimes like we don't take the time to just sit with ourselves in silence and strip everything away and be like, "Okay, but what do I really think? Like yeah. what do I really want? Like do I want the body that I have now? Do I want to work on my body for different reasons?" But I think sometimes we have too many voices coming at us to like really see where we're at and then the potential of what we either want or maybe you don't want something different and you just need to learn how to like 
take things aside and like chill out and yeah. like to be able to eat fries and spaghetti because it was a fun night and that's and what to was say provided. you chose to exactly like, it's okay to choose to exactly um another interesting point that she brought up which is just a fascinating aspect to this this whole layered um story is her family being immigrants mm-hmm. and have having had and her I don't remember the exact words, but she was saying they had bigger problems and didn't view hers as a problem, which is a very difficult thing to have to deal with. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with it, but I think it's also an excellent opportunity to teach them. Um, Obviously, I want to make sure that you take care of yourself first and that you're in a good place and healthy place to do that. But like, I think it's our job as like the younger generation to like educate the older generation on like what's new. Like we're constantly learning new things. Um, this probably was not, or definitely was not considered a problem back in even like four, 30 years ago. Yeah. Right. Like I, it wasn't talked about, like it was one of those, th- it's very, it's a very awesome opportunity to be able to teach and educate people. And I think it's going to be great one day after you're in a better place to be able to sit them down and be like, this is a very serious thing. And then you can explain it to them and tell them why. And then hopefully they'll be able to come alongside you and support you. Yeah. And I think like even what I've noticed is there's times that you have giant conversation and there's times you have simple ones. And Mm -hmm. some of the times like, you know, even like I've talked to my mom where I've been like, Hey, like, can we not talk about this right now? We're like, She'll say a comment. I'll be like, I'll be like, thank you for saying that. But like for just so you know, this is what I'm focusing on. And it's not I try not to be angry because nobody else has the same mindset as you and no one truly knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. So when someone offends me, I try not to take offense because I think they're doing it personally. But I I choose in that moment whether I want to have a conversation with them or whether I need to just within myself shake it off and move forward yeah yeah but um it really is a day-to-day thing I I know you were saying therapy is like a a tough thing right now but I would definitely suggest trying to find a place where you can get support whether it's online support groups whether it's finding like a local church that Facebook groups sometimes there's stuff like that there yeah churches offer like support groups um Whether it's finding a friend that's gone through similar things and you can, like, talk to each other about it. Mm -hmm. But I think right now. YouTubers. Yeah. 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 Come join my join my um, my little crew. I read the comments. That is a support group. Mm -hmm. You know, the comments like make me cry every time I read them. But I think there's so many people going through stuff. But I think the number one thing for you and I think you're very close because of the fact that you reached out Mm -hmm. is you've got to learn how to like not be ashamed of what you're going through Mm -hmm. and not try to keep it a secret. Yeah. And once you break that, you'll be surprised how fast stuff starts to like kind of snowball um, because it will start to lose power over you. Yeah. All of a sudden a plate of spaghetti doesn't have a grasp, a chokehold on you because it shouldn't. Yep. And I think where you are at right now, it feels like you are on the cusp of like breaking this it feels like you're very aware of what's going on and even though you're still struggling I feel like you you're just like on the cusp of some breakthrough and I'm very 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 excited for you and I'm very grateful that you wrote in um you're not the only one experiencing this or having gone through this mm-hmm. and Taryn and I have gone through it in different situations and our listeners have all gone through it in different situations and in different ways and I think it's important that we continue to talk about it and and share those stories because then we can all come along and be like, you're not alone. We've all been here in different ways. And I don't know. I think you just wrote it really well and really beautifully. Um, and my heart breaks for you, but I'm seriously so excited for your future. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're, you're really in this place of um, a very exciting place where, where you're kind of like taking life um, into your own hands. And I think tangibly, I think I think you do need to have this conversation with your family because ideally I'd love for you to go through the next few chapters of your life with them as a support system. Yeah. So maybe you can talk to your mom and have that conversation soon. Yeah. Yeah. You got this. Got this baby girl. 
Um, shall we end? Yes, ma'am. With the dad joke? Per usual. All right. How do you stop a bull from charging? A, uh, <laughs> you want to give me a hint? Nope. How do you stop a bull from charging? Mm-hmm. Bull. Red. Red bull. <laughs> Gives him wings. He flies away. <laughs> <laughs> you take away his credit card. How do you stop a bull from charging? Oh, Ash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the bull. <laughs> so good. Dear God. So Guys, good. thank you so much for making it all the way to the dad joke. If you did, you already know we love you the mostest. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful stories today. And if you have a story that you'd like to share with us, don't hesitate to write it in. This is your sign. Yep. Um, take this moment to, to tell us your story and share us. Um, a little bit about yourself and we'd love to possibly read it on the pod yes that's what we're here to do we love you all and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode love you bye love you bye